Hello and welcome to Growing in Wisdom, a podcast of Christ Church, which is located in New York City at 524 Park Avenue. Growing in Wisdom is hosted by our education associate, Brian Pinter. We are so thankful you have joined us. Let's get to growing. Nikos Kazantzakis, in his memoir, Report to Greco, tells of a series of conversations he had with an elderly monk on Mount Athos, the Greek island of Orthodox monasteries. One day he said to old Father Makarios, Do you still wrestle with the devil? The priest responded, I used to, but now I've grown old and tired, and the devil has grown old and tired with me. I leave him alone, and he leaves me alone. So now your life is easy, said Nikos. Oh no, replied the monk. It's much worse. Now I wrestle with God. These past few weeks in the adult forum, we have been studying the prophet Habakkuk. This firebrand preacher of the southern kingdom of Judah conducted his ministry in the late 7th century, as the Babylonian Empire was closing in on Palestine. Habakkuk continues a tradition we have seen exemplified by Abraham, Jacob, Moses, Jonah, Jeremiah, the writers of the Psalms, and especially the author of the book of Job, that is, arguing with God. Habakkuk affirms, or at least wants to believe, that God is just, yet the prophet recognizes that the world groans under the weight of injustice. He asks questions all sincere believers come to. Why does God let suffering happen? Why is it that wicked people are rewarded and good people suffer? Why doesn't God intervene? Habakkuk's book takes the form of a dialogue. In the first four verses of the first chapter, the prophet laments to God that there is lawlessness, injustice, and oppression, conditions that are characteristic of King Jehoiakim's failed reign in Judah. God responds in the next six verses that God will punish the people for their bad behavior through the Chaldeans, people who are the modern-day Iraqis. They will invade with horses and swords, bringing God's retributive justice. The prophet cannot let this plan go unchallenged, however. Habakkuk sees this solution as worse than the original problem. The Chaldeans, after all, are more brutal, corrupt, and less respectful of human life than Jehoiakim and his henchmen. Habakkuk points out to Yahweh that this cure is worse than the illness. Much of the traditional theology of the prophets rests on the affirmation that God is just that God can and will use other nations to punish God's wayward people, and that both of these characteristics of God are reliable. Habakkuk dares to question all three. For this prophet, there is a disconnect between the traditional theology that the good are rewarded while the wicked are punished, and what he sees actually happening in the world. He goes so far as to tell God that there is a major flaw in God's design of human beings. 
He says, You have made people like the fish of the sea, crawling things that have no ruler. In other words, it appears that God created people to be ungovernable. Habakkuk is so incensed at this point that he concludes his second prayer by saying that he has rebuked God and will stand by it. Like the book of Job, the text of the prophet Habakkuk does not end on a totally satisfying note. Yet the wisdom the book gives us is that God welcomes, I would say once, our protests and our wrestling. To engage God in this way is a sign of a deep, mature, loving, intimate friendship. Our ancestors in faith preserved books like Habakkuk and Job for a reason, and we trust that God inspired that choice. The scripture scholar Francis I. Anderson observed, In the Bible, there are bold spirits who dare to indict God for his failure to manage this world in a way that is a good, just, and competent way that a creator should. I think it's natural and entirely understandable for us to want an explanation from God when we see gross injustice and suffering. Anderson says, if God is not seen to be just, how can we believe he is just? Some will tell us that God's ways are a mystery or that God doesn't answer to us. That might be so, but I would hope that God would not dismiss our justifiable questions by pulling rank on us. Mature adults don't do that to each other. Our tradition teaches us that laments and complaints are an authentic form of prayer. And on no occasion does God rebuke us for praying this way. Rather, God affirms those who dare to question God's ways those who would rebuke God and demand an explanation. This is clear, this is made clear in Job chapter 42, where Yahweh tells Job's friend Eliphaz that his condemnation of Job for questioning God's ways was wrong. He says, quote, You have not spoken of me right, as my servant Job has. Job chapter 42 verse 7. Habakkuk personifies what the mystics called being bold with God. This boldness does not come at the beginning of our spiritual journey. No, it is the result of a long-standing sustained friendship. It comes from knowing someone well and trusting them deeply and knowing that they trust you deeply. When we've been friends with someone for a long time, we can express our needs, our hurts, our doubts, and our longings without fear of damaging the friendship. The spiritual writer Ronald Rollheiser points out that unquestioning reverence is not necessarily a sign of mature intimacy. Habakkuk teaches us that God relishes the wrestling. In the end, our willingness to engage in a struggle with God might be an infallible sign of a deep faith and rich love. 
To paraphrase something else that Kazantzakis once wrote, when we wrestle with God, the bigger the struggle, the richer the final harmony will be. This has been Growing in Wisdom, a podcast of Christ Church featuring Brian Pinter, our education associate. Brian teaches our adult forum every Sunday at 9.45 a.m. in the Wolverton Room on the fourth floor of Christ Church. Do join us. Until next time, be blessed and know that you are so greatly loved.